0: los angeles underground it's time for your new favorite podcast the superiority complex
1: it's like honey in your ear holes
0: welcome back to superiority complex everybody your new favorite podcast we are an hour and a half late because uh, we had problems with the internet earlier and then justine had to finish watching this week's movie it was crazy guys but we're here we're here we're all together jake's a little annoyed patrick's still alive uh justine is justine and john is just as great as ever it's been fantastic i mean welcome welcome I'll in everybody we welcome you all to the show uh big news at the top uh, apparently patrick was a was faking the whole time patrick was faking uh <laughs> this is why men get a bad rap when we're sick um patrick had a little tum tum issue and it made us all think he had covid So we're glad to have
2: him. He had pneumonia for Christ's sake. Did he really? Just turned out to be that. Yeah. What? How'd you get pneumonia? That's no drop. How'd
0: how'd you get pneumonia?
3: Pneumonia. I don't know. I don't know. Talk to us. I interact with people
0: all the fucking time. Whoa, 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 whoa! (laughs) Language. We might have new. We might have new listeners. You can't.
3: Society's uh, trying to kill me. You can't go. You go <laughs> it's your
0: fault for not being born rich, dude. You got the white part down. You just didn't get the rich part down. So I'm well, sorry.
3: Fuck. Sorry yeah. I had to be, you know, lower middle class. Damn it.
0: Damn it. Why did you do that, Patrick? You're squandering your white privilege. you' be ruling yeah. you could be ruling empires right now. What is what's the matter with you? Okay. Walk us through
3: I don't know, I have a heart.
0: You get so you get your test back and it's negative and you're probably relieved, right?
3: Yeah, it's it was a kind of stress relief. I mean, it, the only scary part was then trying to figure out, okay, what the fuck's going on. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's it was a relief not to actually have it, but then it's also at the same time, you're just like, hey, that just means I'm more than likely to still catch it with the situation.
4: Yay.
0: Well, I'm glad you're okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm slowly feeling better.
0: You are feeling better, but the, the, you had the tum-tum thing going on. It was weird. It was like a whole bunch of... You literally had everything that could have that's, been COVID. That's
3: what scared the shit out of me. Like, the whole wheezing and everything and, like, the fatigue. It, that was the scary part, because I was like, the stomach I could deal with, it's probably the stomach flu, but the fact that I was having difficulty breathing and uh, the muscle fatigue was just really strange to me. I've never had that before.
0: And you also were having... you Your asthma was acting up, right? You were, like... Didn't you you say you felt like your I asthma was wet, kicking I lost in?
3: You. Hello, Patrick. Did we lose you? Are you still there?
0: Nope, I'm still here. Yeah.
3: I'm oh, okay. St- I didn't. You said I also had what?
0: Uh, your asthma was kicking in.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like it. It. I was wheezing. It was. It was very strange. You I, sounded I, terrible. I, I have no explanation for it.
0: You sounded terrible. And the
3: loss of taste. You, you couldn't taste anything, right? I was starting to, and like I still really can't taste very as much. It's like everything's muted.
0: Hmm.
2: That's weird. That's pretty unique to the uh, COVID. It sounds like. Yeah.
0: You think the test was yeah, wrong, and you still you really do have it?
3: Well, you know, I it's it's I took two, so. Hmm.
1: I have a feeling it mutated, and their test results aren't really accurate anymore.
4: Hmm. It's becoming something else.
0: No, it's changed a couple of times already from what I understand.
4: It's turning into a symbiote.
0: Well, guys, look, luckily luckily we've watched enough movies on the uh digital movie club that we know what to do. We've watched. Yeah. So we're we're good, dude. Don't even don't even
4: worry about it. You just it. kill everyone who has it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you just kill everything. I think that's yeah. the logical yeah, nuke, decision. Nuke the site and then from, you sitting.
3: Just you to sit to in snow. It staring at each other, not knowing which one of you is actually the thing. You know, we nuked the mm-hmm. site from orbit. Yeah,
0: that's it. that's it.
1: And then someone has no breath showing. Okay. Oh, Such a movie. good movie.
4: Great that's movie. Yeah. Doing. Great movie. He does have breath showing. Though. No, he doesn't. Hey. The other guy doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, he I doesn't. Saw. I saw I watched it. I watched it again. I saw it. I saw the, like, Bullshit. I, I, saw the bullshit. Saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I seen
2: it with my own eyes. Yeah. Hey Mario, are we going to watch uh, They Live?
0: Yes, John. Yes, of course. Right, John Carpenter. Yes, yeah. it should be. Yeah. Uh, Justine has the list. So, Justine, what's yeah. next week?
1: Next week is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling.
0: Scroll it, girl. it.
1: I have the Raising Arizona, the Living Daylight.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a great little uh, yeah. double feature if you're not Justine.
4: Is it? Oh, oh you yes. never know. Yeah, it's great one of look. them is a James Bond movie.
1: Is it? Is The Living Daylights yeah. a James Bond movie? Yes.
2: yes. Yes. No, Raising Arizona is a James Bond
1: movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> However, it is a new it is a new James Bond.
0: It is a great is James it? Bond. We already talked about this, Justine. We already talked about this. We talked about it two weeks ago.
3: It's, it's Lazenby.
0: We, it's we, a we talked about, and somebody made that joke two weeks ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause you said, is he really coming back? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to have some. I'm, not, I'm gonna need you,
1: are we done with James Bond? Nope.
0: We're going we're into a whole new done. we're going into a whole new era. We're only halfway through the James Bond <laughs> canon. You're, luckily Are we we're getting
3: Pierce Brosnan?
0: No, we're not getting any Pierce Brosnan. Some bitch. The worst Roger Moore is better than the best Pierce Brosnan. Don't <laughs> at me, Twitter. Don't at me. I, can, I might
2: have to, I might I have get, to go back and check that out and see if that's true.
0: I can already hear Stork and 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 Brent like firing up their Twitter feeds, but nope.
2: Nope. So you didn't even like uh you didn't even like Goldeneye, huh?
0: No, that is the worst. Ugh. <sighs> What is the
3: best video game.
0: Great video game though. I was mm. going to say great video game. Mm. I don't need I don't need co- "quote unquote" comic relief, all right? I don't need Benny Hill episodes. It's I don't need Benny Hill episodes in the middle of my James. I don't, a better,
2: a better. I don't need slide
0: whistles <laughs> I don't, while, cars while cars are doing flips.
2: I don't remember that. Much slide whistle.
0: Yeah, but you had the Pierce Brosnan with a tank, and oh look, the statues on the tank—it's hilarious. Oh god! <laughs> and yet, you forgive the gurney in the hospital in the Star yes, Trek. yes, because <laughs> out of out of how many movies did out of how many I movies know. did they do? That's know, one I gag. Know. That's one gag <laughs> out know. of how many movies? Right? I, I mean, all I, right. I guess you could count all of Star Trek Five as a gag, but you know. <laughs>
2: Marshmallow dispenser, yeah,
0: yeah, but you know, every, mm. and it's every holodeck every three episodes on Next Generation, so that that's yeah. So, but um, listen, it's guys, the
2: holodeck. I get it. The holodeck is what ruined the Next Generation. Well, period.
0: everything ruined the Next Generation for. But listen, we're yeah, not talking everything. about Star Trek today. We're talking about Jake getting Jake's results were also negative. Jake, you were good. You 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 didn't get anything. You're you're fine. Uh, no COVID.
4: Negative. They're double negative.
0: The internet was behind you guys. Everybody was so relieved to hear that you were uh, that you guys came out okay. So you guys, a lot of people out there, thank you for the support for Jake and Patrick. Man, it was, it was really nice to
3: see. Thanks.
0: A lot of people Thanks, were, were rooting for you guys, but uh, yeah. So a negative, and you you did you feel better later? What was what was the deal? Because you were feeling a little under the weather last week.
4: Yeah, I feel fine. Uh, I'm assuming it had to do with allergies or something, mm-hmm. and then the rash on my eye or my eyelid ended up just being a bug bite. Okay, good, good. Did you watch? Probably r- just some spider or <laughs> something. Did you watch
0: Rashomon while you had a rash? Who is listening okay. in real time? I'm getting it. I'm getting the Vin Scully feedback. Like I'm listening to the <laughs> transistor at the ballpark. <laughs> Who am I getting that from?
2: And turn off the, turn off next the radio.
0: No, now batting, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts just signed a like a hundred year deal with the Dodgers for almost four hundred million. I think he's a Dodger for the next thirteen years. How do you feel about that, Justine? Mookie Betts. Damn.
4: You Guys, we had a little Justine. bit of. Uh, I she we- felt about what's his name being on the Dodgers. Mookie. Mookie.
1: Dodgers. Let's go, Dodgers.
0: Justine, no, really. How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about the Mookie Betts being on the Dodgers for the next twenty five years? What, what do you think?
1: I don't really have thoughts on that.
0: Come, it's Mookie. I'm just
1: excited. I'm just excited to watch again. Um, I recently was watching Moneyball, mm-hmm. and Patrick and I were like, "Man, don't you wish going?" Like, I was like, "Yeah, I miss going to the game.
0: Like, Heck yeah. Well, Patrick does, just misses going to the game. He's a Giants fan, so he hasn't seen a winning season in a while. But for Dodger fans, it's great because you get to we get don't to. Don't
3: worry, the Dodgers didn't either. Well,
0: wow! Oh no, they've had winning oh, seasons. No, they've don't. had winning seasons. Don't worry,
1: I'll get him. I'll get him. Sorry. Right.
0: Hey, just because okay. you guys have nothing but seagulls up in the top deck doesn't mean you need to take it out on us. Yeah. All right.
4: It's better to have than lost, right? They're bougie seagulls.
0: Yeah, that's right eating pinot grigio and sushi way up in the leftovers.
4: Fuck yeah, they are. Way up
0: in the... God, the Giants are literally the worst fan base in all of of sports.
3: Worse than the Astros. Oh, no, they're
0: awful, too, but, I mean, you know, they're getting beamed, though. I love that the Astros are getting hit. I think Altuve got hit. Uh, I think three Astros batters got hit today, which is fantastic. You can't do that enough. I want headhunting. I want... uh, I don't mind i love it i love it get them make them pay make them pay this is thank you for coming to my ted talk anyway uh jake we're glad you're okay man for real patrick of course Thanks. we're glad you're good um Thanks. i was really worried you did sound terrible you yeah sound like ter- i
3: i was shocked when the results came back negative. i was happy but shocked
0: oh, good 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 so and justine of course came through the whole thing unscathed yeah. john you're still healthy oh. Yep, good man. Hanging in there? How are you? feeling? I've got this allergy thing going on. I still have this weird cough that uh, just seems to linger. But it, you know, I don't have any symptoms otherwise. So you know, did I, you
2: finally get tested?
0: Did you finally get tested? No, 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 no. Next Monday. Monday. This Monday. I'm sorry. This coming Monday. Yeah, yeah. it's wow. uh, it's been a, it's been a long and strange journey to try to get a COVID test. But if you're not I'm high, are doing it? If you're not if you're not high on the symptoms list, you they don't. You're not a priority, you know. Which I understand. I totally get that. Totally get that. What did you ask? Justine, I'm sorry, I missed your question.
1: Do you know how they're testing you?
0: Um, I don't know. Which is this? This a trick question? What? What do you mean? How they're testing me?
2: I, like
1: the,
3: there's like a couple ways. I just wondering
1: ways, if they're know. gonna go up your nose or if they're gonna go to your throat. Probably or, up the uh, nose.
3: They, they do the nose. The throat. They do extra the nose is a must the throat's for shit somebody I just talked to somebody who did
0: the nose test and they said it was no big deal so
3: yeah it's just like it's it's not painful like yeah. I, I cannot stress that enough it doesn't hurt it's just uncomfortable mm-hmm. it makes Justine, you cry like a bitch
0: but yeah. Justine you're also afraid of butterflies so I have to consider no, I, cried, uh, I have to consider my twice. source
3: I mean you for cried but who not-
1: doesn't cry I cried it's not
3: painful to us either. It's literally just like immediately water work.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's in your nose. It's like when you, you've ever yeah. been punched in the nose. That's exactly what happens when you get socked in the nose.
3: Yeah, but that hurts.
0: It does. But Is everybody needs to get punched in the
3: nose. That hurts.
0: It. It. it you, you. Everybody needs to get punched in the nose at least once to get some sense knocked into you because you probably need it. You know what I'm saying? I
4: don't like that. Hmm? I don't
0: like that. <laughs> But you do though. Everybody needs to get socked in the nose at least once.
3: Jake, have you never been punched in the nose? Everybody needs to get nope. their butt kicked
0: once. Oh, okay.
3: So that goes, guys. Next time we see Jake in person, we punch him in the nose. Yeah, we just
4: jump him in. Yeah, We're just, gonna jump him into him. the gang. We're gonna I'll jump him into the. It. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, just don't, sock him. Don't take out all your frustrations on me. I don't like. That. But what if? <laughs> I don't like but, that. but what
0: if you? Just, what if I'll
4: you? Just, what I'll if you, you cause the frustrations?
0: What if you're the source of those frustrations?
1: Jake volunteers as tribute. Thank
4: you. <laughs> I am not
0: gonna play <laughs> I am for my people. <laughs> come on, dude. Come on. Let dude. my people go. Just once. Just let us all line up like an airplane. You sit in the chair. <laughs> we'll all line up. <laughs> how are you coming in? Patrick, you going how are you gonna do you just gonna go flat in? Are you gonna are you gonna go come down on it? Oh, it's him.
3: going to be a surprise one. It's just going to be a, a quick, just play right in the right in the kitchen. Oh, just like yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely <laughs> don't want him to expect it. I
0: like this joke. Yeah, take the, well. It's not a joke, so you're good. And uh,
3: <laughs> that's how we're going to. That's how we're going to celebrate. This a joke. This is a brainstorming planning. session. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is, mm. this is how we come up with ideas for the show. It's like a tacos with ranch here's, situation. Here's
4: an idea. Let's not do any of this. Come on. Just carry on. What's it going to
0: hurt? I mean, aside from, you know, the actual (laughs) physical pain. I
3: mean, we either deck you
4: in the nose or it's a swift kick in the nuts. Your choice.
0: Oh, I don't know, dude. I would probably go... um, I don't know that. Well,
4: I've been kicked in the before, so I know what to expect. So I might do that.
0: That's a that's a different kind of pain, though. That's almost
4: That's almost a a lingering pain. That's almost a pain that one gets stuck inside
0: you. Yeah, it's a pain that transports you to another level, to another dimension. (laughs) You're just
4: kind of floating. No, that's that's a feeling when one when one nut just gets stuck up in the cavity, and you think you lost it for a second. (laughs) Wait a minute, (laughs) you.
0: How does that? How does that happen to you? I
4: don't know. How Have you lost a nut? Woke up. Woke up one morning. Make make check to make sure the boys are all good, and one boy was missing. What? <laughs> one sack was a little I had to call. <laughs> I had to call a search party.
1: What? How does that happen?
4: I don't know.
1: <laughs> I cannot relate. I do not understand.
4: You mean it literally? Isn't there like a cavity right in there? It literally oh, no, sucked up into right your there.
0: body cavity. I, I can explain. It got relate.
4: stuck. He got stuck up in the cavity, and I had to like pop it out. Were you sleeping on one of those? How you can relate? You ready?
3: You're sleeping in a tank top. You wake up, one boob is out, <laughs> and, and your <laughs> boob's missing. <laughs> it's just no, out. it's out of the tank top. It's just hanging out.
1: But he's saying it's missing. I don't understand. No,
0: she would. It would be like she woke up and one of her boobs was sucked in. Uh, it, it, I
3: understand, but that like that's the closest way she can equate it
0: that that would be mm. how did that happen Jake what did, were we Jake were you sleeping on were you sleeping on one of those inverted tables so you're like your head was, I was down
4: like i'm going for a stroll here guys well, there's like you know there's a there's a cavity in there
0: how scared were you first of all how how i
4: was, what? I was terrified <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel like uh like yeah there's like a little Squeeze sensation and it just popped right back oh, it, no. <laughs> it was, scary.
0: was it like a game?
4: Was it like a little dice like thing in the abs Like where your abs are, it was like or like right above like uh
0: Well, I don't have abs, like right- so we're already at i I'm already at a disadvantage.
4: what kind of where your was? It felt like it was stuck at, like in like a little cavity or something in there.
0: So you just popped it out like the trouble game, you just gave it a push and it just like uh, and popped out?
3: Right out. Uh,
0: hungry hungry hippos oh john are you still here
2: yep
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're awfully quiet during all
2: i was just thinking i don't think this has ever happened to me and i'm like 58 years old
0: yeah (laughs) yeah you're also you're also an adult so this doesn't happen you're not rearranging you're not rearranging your anatomy in your sleep that's probably what it is
3: yeah
2: it's a little weird. It sounds like one of those raccoons with the flying testicles over their heads. Or something. <laughs> no, but I, I heard about it on me the did. last show. Well, what, I, me tell you. what I
0: love is what I love is the way Jake prays that. Like, oh, you know, it's like when your when your ball gets lost in your body cavity, and we're like, what? Like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's never happened to you. Like, what? That's never happened to me. Am I the outlier in this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like when you got a testicle hiding
4: in your eardrum. It's like, what? That never happened to me. <laughs> well,
1: that's never happened to me for sure. Yeah,
4: well, yeah. it would be like, yeah, it'd be like someone like shoved a boob, like shoved your boob in, and you woke up and you're missing a boob. Same.
1: Nope, thing. that doesn't happen. Not,
0: not even, if, not even if you pinch <laughs> your nose and, and inhale.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> in your hands.
0: What if you pinch yeah, your nose, close your mouth, and try to inhale? That wouldn't happen? Breathe
4: in as hard as you can.
0: Yeah. Weird.
4: Weirdest show ever. <laughs> Took a deep breath and woke up in pain.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I wonder how that happened, Jake. You probably should maybe um, consider some some mittens to sleep in, maybe, or... Um, See a doctor? Maybe tie your hands down so you're not rearranging yourself.
3: Wear, wear a cup?
1: <laughs>
4: I'll have to wear a cup to bed, I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, stop rearranging yourself.
4: Yeah, that's Can't crazy. help it. It's crazy. It's like the it's like the joke
0: in in playing shapes and automobiles. Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball handling in one night as you do in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. oh good good stuff. Yep, well yep. welcome Mookie Betts um, to the Dodgers. <laughs> Speaking of balls, that's how that got started. Crazy. That is Jake. I am. That is my new nightmare. That is my new irrational fear. Um, (laughs) But but
3: what if my balls
2: goes inside me (laughs) (laughs) and never
4: comes out? (laughs) How does that happen? (laughs) I don't. know. I can look it up. I can get back to you on that. The mystery of Jake's ball. I guess you could
3: just sneeze, like a really good sneeze. Come right up. <laughs> no.
4: The mystery of Jake's ball sack sounds
0: like the worst Hardy Boys mystery ever. <laughs>
3: and also, the name
2: of this episode. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Nancy Drew and the mystery of Jake's ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> father, I think there's a secret compartment behind the clock in the old grandfather's
0: desk. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good stuff. All right, guys. Wow, that was, that was a good intro. That, but, uh, Jake, we wish
2: you now the best, everyone, best. Now of, that everyone's tuned out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we wish you the best of luck in your in your search for your missing testicle. That is uh, mm-hmm. seriously terrifying. But I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you made it through it. Uh, I'm yeah. more, Frankly, I'm more concerned about that than you contracting COVID Honestly, but uh, mm, yeah. we're glad you're good. Did, how long ago was this? Tuesday, know, like 12, thirteen
4: <laughs> this morning. <laughs> yeah, like two weeks ago.
0: Okay, so it's you were younger. How,
3: it's just how I wake up.
0: You were younger. Okay, that that makes sense. Okay, all right. Well, mm-hmm. we're we're glad it all worked out. Um,
3: Maybe he has to hold his nose and blow air, Maybe. and then, like, he's like trying to clear his eardrums. Yeah, that's what Maybe I say. Maybe yeah.
1: his balls were just dropping at that point.
0: Yeah, that could, yeah. could be. do the
3: 180 and just like, fuck it, I'm out.
0: Mm. Uh, well, you know, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you had a ball. Thanks. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> just one. It's for a short time. The secret policeman's other ball, John.
2: There you go. How about that? There you go.
0: Explain that to the, what that is to the kids that don't know.
2: Uh oh well, it was a charity event to raise money for the, uh, uh, for the I guess the police in uh, England. Yeah. There you go. And they had, it, so they had uh, Monty Python and uh, a bunch of those guys. I think Dudley Moore, Peter Cook, uh, a lot of, uh, and then they had the musicians. They had Pete Townsend and Sting and uh, all those guys. There you go.
0: Ooh. See. Yep. It used to be on video, but I don't know if it's on video anymore. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, there was a couple albums. I think, uh, what, the logo was like a, a policeman wearing a, a dress with a guitar, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I think something like that, yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, John, uh, thank God you get these references. Thank God you're here. But, uh, <laughs> John, I wanted to tell you real quick about our, our co-host, uh, we, we talk, our, our old friend Tawny. Um, Tawny has been; uh, she is, did a guest spot on a brand new podcast. She's on; she was guest one, episode one of a YouTube show called "Your Favorite Movie Is Racist," and uh, they are uh, they're discussing. It's kind of like you know what it, it, it was. It's really I, I like the concept. So you know, as we've gone through the Digital Movie Club, we've talked about these problematic scenes like. You know, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the Mickey Rooney scene, everything. So they break down their favorite movies and they, they then at the end, they analyze exactly what makes each of those movies racist. And I love the, the idea that so far they're going after movies that they really enjoy. And, you know, they're kind of breaking those down. So it's not just movies they are, they're not just taking on stuff that's like, you know, movies that are considered racist. They're, they're looking at movies that they genuinely like. And um, so,
2: episode one. What was the movie? Aliens,
0: aliens. Man.
2: Wow, where's the racist scene in that?
0: Well, John, let's talk about a little well, character yeah, called. Let right away. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about a little character called Vasquez. Ah. Mm. Okay. Oh, aliens. Yeah, right. I won't spoil it for you, but check it out. Tawny's great as usual, and Tawny's there, and she's you know, she's and she's great, and it's a great podcast. Check it out. Really enjoyed it. Uh, well, I'm yeah, really enjoyed what I've seen. About halfway through, I started it uh, while I was waiting to come back on, and then uh, we've got, of course, uh, Renee, our friend Renee, is on uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour, and they're talking Star Wars. They're talking Star Wars right now. So check yeah, out Tawny. The
3: Favro era.
0: Check out Tawny on your favorite is Racist, and check out Renee on Keeping Up with uh, the Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour. I don't know why I said it like that, but I said it weird. I said it like maybe like a. <laughs> Got a weird little variety hour. It should be variety okay. hour, not variety hour.
2: Uh, guys, so, Renee, Renee is using that uh, our, our old recording studio, right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Give it all up. Yeah, he's the only
2: one that can use it,
0: probably. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're not yeah. letting the public use it. Who is unwrapping or unpeeling or what's going Tell on? do about it. do
1: <laughs> Okay, it's
3: making my ear feel okay, so weird. Are you trying to get a ball out or something?
0: Yeah, what's going on, you? <laughs> you? Got stuck. Okay, just ch- just jump, like kind of jump, kind of stamp your foot. were being Thanks. quiet about trying to open something. Just means you're loud. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sounds, mm-hmm. What do you have? One, sure one of those? About. What do you have? One of those cakes and you're from Albertsons?
1: So hard to be quiet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. you, sounds like he was trying to open one of those cakes that you buy at the grocery store.
3: Exactly, like the lemon cake. Mm-hmm. We all know that shit sounds Like, like a sponge so cake good.
0: or croissants mm. from Costco. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What exactly. were you, What were you opening? Exactly that sponge cake. Mm. Good. 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 Uh,
0: you know, Sandy's there, mm-hmm. and uh, she could probably she's open. There. She could probably open things for you while you're, mm-hmm. while she's off mic. Nope. Yeah, no, that would make so too much we'll sense. That would make that would make too much sense, wouldn't it? We wouldn't want so to now, do that. Yeah. It's a digital
4: movie club. <laughs> bum, 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 bum.
0: John, John brought up a good point. Uh, we did not, we, we got so caught up last week thinking you two were goners that we forgot to, to mention someone who actually did pass on, and that was uh, Maestro Ennio Morricone.
3: Really? Good music.
0: The, the mm. man who did all the music for all of the uh, Sergio Leone movies. We're going to hear him again in The Untouchables. We heard a score for. Um, Once Upon a Time in America uh, The Mission One of the all-time great uh, movie film composers uh, Passed away 91, correct John, 91?
2: Yeah, good long life Mm -hmm. Uh, He was supposed to do Like a live tour last year, wasn't he?
0: We, Martin and I actually had tickets to that And he he cancelled, it was a couple years ago He cancelled, he had a show He he had a show at the Nokia, I guess he had problems with his back And uh, couldn't fly The the flight was going to be too long So they cancelled and, and he uh, never came back. Never came back. No. We we had wow. we, we had tickets to see him at the Nokia. So we,
2: Oh, wow. That would have been something because mm-hmm. he hardly ever comes around for a tour,
0: yeah. right? And he was he was going to conduct his own works. So, you and
2: know. I just heard that's a real rarity. He he rarely plays.
0: Yeah, I was excited, but uh alas it was not to be. It was not to be, but uh mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we you know, it go back and watch he made I mean the spaghetti westerns would not be what they were without those epic scores you know so uh,
3: no I mean, yeah. the music's the character mhm
0: mhm so please uh, go back and, and check some of his work out and then uh, uh, we had a birthday my, bir- my wife's birthday was Monday I forgot to tell everybody last week mm-hmm. that her birthday was coming kind up of so happy belated birthday to my beautiful wife uh, she had a lovely birthday Uh,
3: Happy birthday,
4: Nicole. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah,
0: she had a great time. She had a good time. And she got a bunch of Animal Crossing. What did you guys do? Nothing. She wanted to do nothing for her birthday. So that's what we did. We ordered some Greek food from a restaurant that we love. Uh, Had a lamb burger. It was delicious. And we played a lot of Animal Crossing. So, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was a nice – she took the day off. We did nothing – uh, it was fantastic. I had a funeral to go to in the morning. Unfortunately, my mom's brother, my oldest uncle uh, Frank passed away. Uh he's he'd been battling some stuff for a long time and uh he had been in hospice the last uh, couple months. And uh last time I saw him was my brother's funeral um and uh but uh great guy, great my uncle was a great guy. Uh really loved uh, history and uh and um and loved politics, and uh, would discuss those endlessly. And so, anytime I see the movie Lawrence of Arabia, I think of my uncle because he was he was a huge fan of David Lean movies, and he really loved. Wow! Yeah, he really loved the uh, he loved historical cinema. He loved anything that was kind of true to life. He really he really dug that. So, wasn't big for like anything that was you know. Fanciful, so most of the movie club, he would not have. Uh, he would not have liked, but he would have been with Justine. He would have been with Justine right there in the old Lee. World War Two movie. Uh, uh, what was what, John? What was his favorite David Lean movie? Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia, man. <clears throat> Lawrence of Arabia. You know, but uh, we'll have my friend and I will have two lemonades. Um, that's my Peter O'Toole. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a lemonade. What about uh, what about you guys? What's your favorite uh, David Lean movie? Lawrence of Arabia, of course. Uh, it's the only one we've watched.
2: Uh, it's a great one. I, just, I also love uh, The Bridge on the River Kwai. is great too.
0: That's another one of his favorites. Yep, he loved that one too. Yeah, he was a big uh, big fan of uh, those movies. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, geez, I mean, every I spent every day with the guy for for. Uh, every summer, uh, growing up, uh, worked at my grandpa's corn stand. He ran this, the corn stand for my grandpa, so uh, worked there every day with him for years and years. Um, from the time I was nine or ten years old up until you know I was already in college when uh, when you know we when we closed it up for good. But uh, yeah, it uh, you know he was I was with him for hours and hours a day. So uh, yep, yeah, it uh, you know. Uh, hard to say goodbye, but uh you know uh, I, he 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 left a lot of good uh, good memories for me so and uh, not least least of all uh the, the fact that I keep trying to to uh, watch Lawrence of Arabia again to make sure that uh ah,
2: I, that's right that's right because you find that one kind of uh it kind of leaves you cold yeah but i mean i, I love the
0: filmmaking i I enjoy the filmmaking yeah. aspect of it I just don't like the uh you know the um, whichmahooett you know what i'm saying Uh, The character leaves me cold. What am I saying? The character is, I always say that. We've had this conversation a million times, but uh, yeah, I love it. I love the cinematography for sure. And I know that, uh, I know that um, Patrick's a big fan of that
3: movie. It's a beautiful movie. It is. I totally agree. Like he definitely leaves you cold.
0: Yeah. yeah. But that's okay.
2: I guess it's just the film itself is so mesmerizing. It just pulls you in because it just, uh, the cinematography is just mesmerizing.
0: Yes,
3: he gives it a pass
0: yeah, yeah. so uh, you know uh, R.I.P. Uncle Frank uh, so yeah you know that, uh, not to end it on a, b- a bummer note but let's get into two movies that oh you know I don't know how my uncle would have felt about uh, one of these movies I know one he would have not liked at all but uh, one of them he may would have liked but let's put it this way my dad loved one of these movies uh, as did my brother as do I I love them both. Uh-oh. Uh it's time for the Digital Movie Club guys. Pat uh, Jake go ahead and hit us with that theme you were doing it earlier. Hit us with that Digital Movie Club theme, Jake. Oh,
4: okay. Digital movies. Digital movies da digital movies. You're in, You're the, in club. the club. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed
0: it. Nailed it. Oh, Justine, it. you do a great Jake impersonation. Do that again. Nailed it.
3: <laughs>
0: it's perfect. Do it again. Do it again. Thanks. do Let's hear it. Do it. Let me hear how you. Uh, let me hear how you. We're here to do a whole Jake conversation. No? You're not going to do I'm it, about
4: huh? how your nut got stuck in, yeah. Your, yeah. in
0: your... Can your you do that, jabby. Justine? I
2: Justine. can't
1: do that speech. It was so much. Oh, I love it.
2: The speech. The testicle speech.
1: Yeah, remember the testicle it was speech. so much and I can't even relate to it.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. You um, can't. But I, I do love that you... Uh, oh, man. Uh, That was a great impersonation. I was not expecting that, so thank you for that. Great moment. Welcome. Mm -hmm. That's going on the clip show.
3: Found an accent you can do. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong. Uh, What is it, Uh, Sister Mary Elephant? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet. Thank
0: you. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite thing ever. Uh,
4: okay. Nail it. I
0: can't do it. Nail it. Do it, Justine. Nail it. Nail it. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. I don't, I don't hear it. I, I don't hear it. I love it. I don't it. hear it.
4: All
0: right, guys. Which, what do you want to start with first, guys? The worst one. Having trouble with my mind. There is no worst one. That,
2: that, the worst one. That, there was no worst one this this week. That's
0: the thing. These are two great films, both of which are racist. One of them is definitely racist. But um, uh, let's talk about. Ooh, Justine. I know you're a big Clint Eastwood guy, but you're also a big mm-hmm. Shatner guy.
1: <laughs> I know, I know
0: it's kind I of hard. For I know it's kind of hard for you to to distinguish between. Let's
1: the do two. heartbreak.
0: You want to do Heartbreak Ridge? All right. Yeah. Heartbreak Ridge it is. Patrick, crunch those numbers for us,
3: would you? This 1986 film ran two hours and 10 minutes with a whopping budget of $15 million. A gross, anybody want to guess?
0: I'm going to say anybody? 37 anybody? million.
3: 37 million, says uh, Mario, John. Maybe, maybe.
2: Uh, I think this is a big hit. I'll say 50. Anybody else? Any
3: numbers? Anybody? Anybody?
2: Five, five
4: million.
3: A hundred and twenty-one point seven million U.S. dollars. Damn, wow. this was a big hit. Six point nine on IMDb. Eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Whew! Released December fifth, nineteen eighty-six, and received the NA double uh, NAACP. Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture
0: for Mario Van mm. Peebles. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in a great role, by the way, I love it. Uh, all
3: directed right, directed by Clint Eastwood, screenplay by James Carabatos and Joseph Stinton.
0: All right, who would like oh. to start? Should we start? Let's finish with Justine because this is her. This is her man right here, you know. Like let's let's, let's we'll, we'll finish up with Justine, but. Uh, Let's talk. Uh, let's start with Jake. Let's, let's we'll start with Jake. Jake, what'd you think of old Heartbreak Ridge? We're visiting Clint Eastwood again. This time he plays a a uh, kind of a gruff uh, life uh, lifer in the uh, Marine Corps. Uh, kind of on his last legs, as far as you said life alert. <laughs> no lifer, <laughs> kind of as kind of on his last uh, at the end of his career. In the military, In a, a military career that has seen him uh, its share of ups and downs, uh, while he's uh, probably it could probably be described great uh, during uh, in, in times of war, not the best in peacetime. Kind of has a uh, trouble uh, keeping his life together. So, and uh, he finds himself in charge of a platoon of screw ups as kind of his you know last chance at uh, you know as kind of a last hurrah. You know what I'm saying? Is that would that describe the Do you plot
3: me to-, to you guys? <laughs> Do you want me to read you the
4: synopsis? No, I just did. Go ahead. Read the synopsis. <laughs> see how close right I was. Like, then, see how close then this, I was. And then this happens. And then they like, they like.
0: Then some, cu- the
4: ridge. then some Cubans get involved. Some Cubans. And they shoot some stuff. Yeah. People die. You see boobs. Don't see, forget you see boobs. Yeah. And the weirdest time ever. Like, why
0: would you be taking a shower when you're being invaded, it's like I gotta take. Yeah,
3: a and no, not even that. In a hostage situation, they were being held hostage.
0: Yeah, she just decided to take a shower. Uh, I talked to the director about that one.
3: Maybe poor choice.
0: Uh, you want to read that? Poor, uh, you to read the take. synopsis, or are you?
3: Oh, I thought you said you didn't want me to.
0: I was saying. I said, go ahead. Give it. Give,
3: give us a synopsis. Oh, uh, Marine Sergeant Thomas Highway is a decorated veteran of two wars. On his last posting before retirement, he is surrounded by officers with no combat experience who view him as an odd, even dangerous holdover. Highway is assigned to train a group of undisciplined recruits, including Cap Corporal Stitch Jones, a slick (laughs) hustler who previously encountered Highway. As a soldier prepares his men for a war they don't believe will come, the U.S. invades Grenada.
0: Nice. Patrick. True story. Great story. Jake, what do you think? It's all right,
4: just all right. Um, it's I don't know. Clint Eastwood kind of bugged me as the drill sergeant for this platoon. Why is that? For one, for one, how are they supposed to hear him? Left, 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 right, left.
3: He's whispering the whole time.
4: You know why, yeah. Jake? You know why, Jake?
0: I, I'll tell you why Jake didn't like it. Jake really identified with the Stitch Jones character. And he really did not like the way
4: he drove me. He <laughs> drove me up the wall. So I'm sorry, guys.
0: Who drove you up the oh, wall? Did you Holidays? identify
4: de- identify with <laughs> uh,
2: with profile? <laughs> I with no, I always one.
3: identify with profile. <laughs>
2: hey, recon kicks ass.
0: <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> he is kind of the Jake of the group. Hey,
3: Gunny, my gun is
0: jammed.
3: <laughs> Gunny, I think profile's dead.
0: Oh, poor profile. <laughs> <laughs> Poor profile. That guy was on every I don't know the name of that actor, but he was on every 80s sitcom As like the dumb guy
2: Yeah, and he's basically Doing Pete Puma <laughs> A recon Kicks ass, man uh, Tom let's, Uh Let's look Billard. at
0: it Let's look at his other Look Look at his IMDB profile What else is Tom Millard's right, profile?
3: Right Uh, Movies and TV shows uh, We Got It Made, One Crazy Summer My Girl, The Trouble with Dick Popcorn Parasite, Shakes the Clown Surf 2, Weekend Warriors Force 5 Star Trek Deep Space 9 Mm -hmm. High School USA uh, He was in Chips, uh, he was on the Mm A-Team He was in uh, Grease 2 Mm -hmm. Baywatch He was in a lot, shoot Mm
2: -hmm. Wow Yep, it sounds like this was the best movie he was ever in,
4: <laughs> and somehow Jake didn't like it. Why didn't you like it, Jake? I don't know. It hinged on you believing Clint Eastwood to be this milit- this army vet, and I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling. Oh it. wow! That's- you d- you didn't buy it, huh? Not really. Ah. you know that
0: Clint Eastwood is actually in the military, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's so weird. He's I mean, like he's acting like a caricature of a drill sergeant right now. And he was in the army.
0: He was he was in the military. He is a he is a he is a veteran. No, he
4: was in the navy. He was in the navy, right? I don't
0: know. Look up Clint Eastwood's. Uh,
4: I think, I think you, he. I think I th- it was navy.
0: I think he just missed the uh, Korean War. Let
3: yeah. Me tell you, Wikipedia. Give me all my answers.
4: Or maybe it was army. I don't remember. It was army or navy. I think oh Let me just Google it. Shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just like had like this guy can't. This guy's there's no way this guy's real. I was, he kind was of drafted in the, in the
3: Korean War and served as a lifeguard while training at Fort Warden, in California. Um, he was discharged in 1953 and was able to attend acting school during his tenure thanks to the GI Bill.
0: Nice. So he was there you go. So he was in the army. Uh so Jake, I don't know what your problem is. What do, was it just that he was but <laughs> but but they even make a lot of that. Even even uh even uh, uh Stitch Jones is like check him oh. out, he's trying to talk all tough. Why is he always and then they're like sweet, 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 <laughs> sweet
3: crazy, crazy fact. Uh, during his time in the service, Eastwood was on a plane that crashed in Northern California's Point Reyes, forcing the lifeguard to service to swim to shore. Wow. What a badass.
0: Look at that. What a badass. But uh, Jake's still not buying it. Uh, what did you think of the rest of the movie? I mean, you, you didn't like it at all. So the whole time the character bugged you. Yeah, a little bit. A
4: little bit.
0: You know why? Here's why, Jake, if you think about he didn't
4: it. Feel, he, didn't feel, he didn't feel like it was. It didn't feel believable that he was in the army, even though he was in the military. I don't know. I felt it didn't. Something felt weird. Well, that's that's probably
0: your problem because it was actually the Marines they were talking about. So maybe that's why. The you- Marines, whatever it was. I don't know. <laughs> but what? It, but oh, that's weird. Um, okay. Uh, did you like the rest of the? What about the? What about the, all the the wacky side characters? <laughs> They're pretty good. Everyone's pretty good. Uh,
4: Profile profile pretty funny. Stitch Jones uh, (laughs) kind of drove me crazy at first, but he gets more likable later on. Oh, Stitch Jones is the best. Oh my god, at the beginning, he was driving me crazy.
0: My favorite Stitch Jones line is, uh, I should be back home in Jersey watching the Flintstones when he's up on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay. Well, Jake, I'm I'm sad, I'm sad you
4: didn't like about, it. That's about That's about it. Oh, wow. I like Clint Eastwood in I haven't seen any of his newer his newer stuff that he was in, but um, he rocked it. He rocked it as a as a, like a cowboy vigilante, as like a lone wolf kind of guy. And this is
0: also the most know, you've ever heard I'm him killing. speak, too.
4: That could be it.
0: This is This a, is true. This I is, think he talked too much. This is the most you've ever heard him speak that could,
4: that <laughs> could be it. I just, I just want to glare. Oh, you know what else? I think this. I think this is what it was. He like like most of his dialogue just consisted of one-liners. Yeah, well, he's like the drill sergeant. That's that's what that's
3: what you expect. All of his lines are always one-liners. That's just like everything he's written. That's just this.
2: Well, like especially Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry has always got the the one-liners.
4: Yeah, yeah. That was his his entire script consisted of just one-liner after one-liner. No. Which is fine if you don't talk that much in a film, you know. What, about, you when just, he, what yeah, about when yeah, yeah, yeah. what about when he's you talking to the great
0: What about when he's talking to the great Marcia Mason?
4: He's got lines yeah. there. Yeah. See that was good. That's fine. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? He's he's got uh
4: just when he directs it, I guess sometimes for me it's a hit or miss, and this was a miss for me. Okay, no, we're not mad at you, but I'm just surprised you didn't like it because you're just disappointed. You tend to
0: like the funny stuff.
3: Uh, let's I mean, go. We're always disappointed. I yeah, mean,
0: I know, you know, but what can we expect? You're you're dealing with one testicle yeah. all the time, so you're you're running on yeah. one yeah. cylinder. You know what I mean? So you're not um, at full, you're <laughs> not at full power. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you who's running at full power. Our man Patrick. <laughs>
3: what is um, like a tanuki um, what's up so, uh i was on the same page with jake with him being not yelling at people that really bothered me uh it's just like it was weird to have a drill sergeant that wasn't like it's the prototypical drill sergeant of just constantly yelling at people mm-hmm. i will say however he still scared the shit out of me yeah that's the thing he didn't need I- to yell He didn't need to, and so it worked. And I think the part I enjoyed most about this movie was the fact that he wasn't a one-dimensional character. He was a multifaceted character, and he was trying to really improve himself in his relationship with his ex-wife. I thought that was a really interesting take, and not something I really expected.
0: Now, let's remember, Um, guys, he's not a drill sergeant. These guys have already been through basic training. He's their platoon sergeant, so he doesn't need to... Be screaming at them constantly. They've already gone through basic training, so maybe that yeah. maybe maybe that'll help you.
1: Uh,
0: no, no, Mm-mm. but uh,
3: well, I, I I had fun with this movie. Like besides that part, like I had I had a lot of fun with it. It was entertaining and uh, it had its moments. The whole rock and roll bit I didn't really need for myself personally. I get it was like to show them as rebellious and trying to work away from him, um, but. I I enjoy movies of like people bringing a team together, and so it was mm-hmm. fun. I I I had a lot of fun with this. Um, there there are some great one-liners, and yes, all of his lines are one-liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was hilarious. I mean, like when he tells the guy, you know, I, he says, "Excuse me, Gunny, what would you say?" He said said, uh, "I said, uh, prove that prick wrong." So
0: <laughs> oh, don't let, don't give the prick dissatisfaction.
3: The yeah, it was great. So, I mean it's just fun there's it's it's got a lot of one one liner fun and um I feel really bad for profile like he was trying so hard and he got hurt
0: i know man poor profile I he's think, the
3: real hero he's the real hero of this movie i
0: think profile's dead man
3: yeah
0: uh and he was
3: it was his time <laughs> who's got who's got the fan going
0: who's got the fan going i'm, okay. I'm a i'm a little bit like clint's i'm a, i'm a little bit like a Clint Eastwood when I, you know, I hear I hear things and I lock on. You know, I'm not I'm not dumb. Uh, so uh, let's keep that in mind.
3: Nope. I like that he was shooting at them all the time, constantly. Because you know what? the yeah. way, that's just fear. <laughs> no, you you know. Know. It was real. He just real Yeah. One of my that's favorite shot he was.
0: He's- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: I was just saying that's how good of a shot he is. He's going to shoot directly at you and not have to worry about killing.
0: That's that's, that's like a '80s George Rappard A-team shot. You know, you don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, my favorite line in the whole movie, one of my favorite lines is, uh, he's like, uh, I told you guys to wear the t- same T-shirts. And he's like, we are wearing the same T-shirts. And he says, the same as me. Oh, so good.
2: <laughs> so good.
0: Good stuff. Uh, it was
2: great when they finally figured out, uh, do you know what shirt wears every morning? Sure do. <laughs> yeah, that was a great
3: part. She's like, you put out <laughs> his coffee and, and clothes? <laughs> yes, oh. I like really wanted to hear like some ridiculous theme song right after, and he looks at the camera. That would have been fantastic. I would have lost my shit.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Just a wink.
3: Like you would have heard like the Ferris Bueller soundtrack.
0: <laughs> a wink, a wink to the camera.
3: Bow, bow. Bow, bow. Bow. Oh oh yeah. I would have loved it. That would've, I would have lost my shit. It would have just been fantastic. Uh,
0: let's go. To- it was
3: fun. I I, I enjoyed it.
2: Let's
0: go to John Sandy. John,
2: yeah, Hello. yeah, I like this one. It's a lot of fun. It's not perfect, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's got some great moments, uh-huh. and uh, I love through. I love how through the whole thing he's got his thing that he says through the whole movie is: "We're Marines. We adapt. We overcome. <laughs> you know, every time there's a situation, you know, improvise, you adapt, adapt. You overcome.
0: Yep, that's it. Yeah." yeah. I say that a lot, even though I was not in the Marines. <laughs> I do think about that: improvise, adapt, overcome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a really great uh, performance because you know he's you know he kind of he's kind of getting out of the uh, dirt, he's been doing Dirty Harry for a long time now. You know he's kind of got that. To, so for, for believe it or not, this role seemed kind of like a change of pace at the time. You know. Oh
2: yeah, yeah sure. I don't think. Uh, this is not exactly like. I mean, he's like kind of like a hard ass, but I love all the scenes with him and Marcia Mason, where he's trying to get it together. Uh, you know, he's trying to kind of figure out where he went wrong, and uh, and she's always good. So I thought that she was a pretty good foil for him in this movie.
0: Yeah, Marcia Mason's always and, great. Yeah, yeah and, and, she, so, and she brings uh, some. Yeah. She, she brings some much needed, um, uh, kind of a kind of a nice seriousness to it, where you realize that they really did. She really did love him at one time. And, uh, you know, yeah. and he just couldn't make it work. And, it, you know, there are feelings at stake. It's not just like, uh, you know, it's not just like he's just a dude. With, you know, he's not just a dude who, you know, rips off these quips. He actually is, you know, uh, there's a person in there somewhere, you know. That's
2: what that's what made him three-dimensional in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because without those scenes with her, it would have been more like just, you know, Sergeant Carter and Gomer Pyle or something, you know. Sure. But uh, you see... You see that, and also you see how hard it was when he was, uh, you know, when he was gone. And she's just like, we're just, we don't know where the hell you are. We don't know if you're alive. We we don't know anything, you know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they kind of, that's sort of like that, what happened during Vietnam. You see all this on TV, but you don't know what's going on the other end, you know.
0: I love it. But uh, uh,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, it's always fun to see. This is kind of a, a little stereotypical, but it's always fun to see a movie where they have to whip. Uh, a platoon into shape And then they come They come through At the end They, they finally come through you Sure know? yeah Even the guy with the glasses, you know? <laughs> Even the guy with the glasses Has to grow up real quick You know
0: Oh the, the, the lieutenant Yeah yeah uh, No gunny and, I have uh, a doctor's appointment At 11 o'clock <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be yeah. joining us so
2: And then the whole thing At the party You know When they, they get invited To these parties And they're just like uh, Let's get the hell out of here <laughs> It's like I don't know They're just some fun scenes it's uh, like I said, not perfect, but there's enough in there to keep your interest. And it is a little bit different for him. This is a, a role like he hadn't quite had before.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, aside uh, from where he, eagles dare.
2: well, he always said he wanted to do, uh, as he got older, he says, I only, I want to do parts that are age appropriate. He says, nobody's going to buy me as uh, you know, 10 years younger than I am. So he says, as long as I'm doing parts that sort of correspond to how old I really am, I don't mind doing it, but, uh, I'm not going to dye my hair and play younger, you know. Yeah, so no. this was a good way to, you yeah. know, easing into that because I, I think he's like what 58, 59 when he does this movie,
0: mm-hmm. and and he looks like he's in good shape still.
2: Yeah, 56. I'll tell you, <laughs> it's believable. No when he's kidding, beating up Jesus. that guy in jail, it's, it's believable, you know. Yeah, he was fifty-six. Yeah, fifty-six. Uh, that that's a great way to introduce him. You hear him. He's in jail. You hear his voice before you actually see him.
3: Hear the <laughs> he's story he's telling
2: and It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and he's
3: just like, oh my
2: god, what am I walking
4: mm-hmm. into?
2: <laughs> and he's all, hold this cigar for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what you want. Uh, let's face it. When you see a Clint Eastwood movie, there's there's a certain amount of that stuff you want, and and this movie does deliver. I love it. Absolutely.
0: Uh-huh. All right, let's talk about. Uh, let's go to the only opinion that matters on Clint Eastwood movies. We're talking, of course, to Justine. Justine, what did you think, Heartbreak Ridge? Let's talk I about agree it.
1: With everyone, I don't believe him as a sergeant uh-huh. or whatever he was. Yeah. Um, I don't think him yelling is effective at all. I feel like if he just had a calm demeanor,
0: he did though. He didn't he yell at did them.
1: His badass shit. It would still be fine without any yelling. But he really like when he did all like when he did all like the kicking of the cans and stuff. I was like, eh, eh, it's all right. Um,
0: Yeah, but that was just to like get their attention. He wasn't really trying to, and he wasn't yelling though. He was just he was just kind of doing his Clint Eastwood because he's incapable of yelling. That's
4: as loud as he he really
1: is. I was like, (laughs) man, if this guy was lost somewhere, he could never yell and get someone to find him. Help! Help!
0: I'm really shocked um, that you guys did not uh, – this, re- this one, this is a surprise. I mean, obviously, and I John and I are the ones that have the good taste, but go ahead. I'm sorry, Justine. I
1: and I agree with Patrick because this is a different role for him. Mm-hmm. He did step it up more. I was happy for him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like the story between him and his wife. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cute story and definitely something I guess a lot of women could – um, Relate cool. to? Relate to, yeah. Um, Fun for the whole family. Yeah. I I mean, he was okay. I really liked Lieutenant Ring. I thought he was super cute with his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, then he was wearing the white t-shirt and they were all wearing black t-shirts after they just realized how to do <laughs> like yeah, him. You're like, what? Like the whole shirt thing made me laugh and they're like, "We're matching." And he's like, "You're not matching me." You mm-hmm. <laughs> like bright red shirt. You're like, <laughs> <gonna say> it. <laughs> it's so that was. I mean, it had its funny moments. I don't like the one-liners. I think it's cheesy, but yeah, it's just like Dirty Harry. I'm not. I just don't agree with whoever wrote the movie. It's just, uh, it was too much. Um. Yeah, that's all I could say about the movie.
0: It was too much. I, did I like
1: the opening scene though. The opening scene, I was like, "This is a really good." I like that opening scene. The way they filmed that was good.
0: Oh, it was your man cleaning the jail.
1: Yeah, and how it, like kind of moved, the camera slowly moves through. He's standing there. He's sitting there with his cigar, talking to that kid. <laughs> I love um, it. The whole song part, I feel like was just added because it was the eighties. So
0: yeah, of course, you always have that in the eighties. You have to have the. That 80s... Oh, that's yeah, the most dated and part. And, <laughs> and yeah. then they rip yeah.
1: his earring off. And he had like a band-aid on. I thought he had some AirPods on. I was like, dang, didn't that look like AirPods? No. All right.
0: It looked like a band That's
1: it. That's that's my input.
0: Wow, what did you guys think of the uh, You Like a War movie? What, what about at the end when they went to uh, Grenada? How did you feel about that?
4: That should have been the whole
1: um, movie. It was Okay. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the way The scenes were shot I don't know
3: little he, lower he set, budget.
1: Yeah and it I mean I guess it was Shot at your height of what you would See it at I don't know Like you could tell like they put a lot of smog So you couldn't see things I was like alright Whatever all the smoke mm-hmm. um, The only part I was interested in was the Helicopter really or in the planes. So I told Patrick, I'm like, oh, they all just like jump out like that. And I just kept watching that. Then I saw how many times he got the helicopter to go over the camera. I was like, wow, oh, he only really spent money on that helicopter going by.
0: The helicopter shot. That's, he the, money. A
1: lot. that's yeah, the money. That's the money shot. His money shots. He spent most of his money on that.
0: Yeah.
2: Gotta make you it You know, look- uh, that's, one, that's one of the best lines is when uh, Swede doesn't want to jump out. And he says yeah. it's perfectly natural. And there's nothing natural about a, a person jumping out of a perfectly good <laughs>
1: plane? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that
4: was funny. <laughs> uh, you just yeah, you just jump out and enjoy the ride or something like that. I love Sweet. Yeah. Jo- yeah.
0: Didn't you love Big Sweet Johansson? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll go wait outside for the MP. <laughs> he kind of
4: looked like Channing Tatum.
0: <laughs> he did. He was. Yeah, he, was he was like. He was like a big Channing Tatum. But I yeah, love when I mean, he's... If Channing Tatum took steroids, that's what he does. Can I
3: pet the rabbit, George?
0: But I love the uh, <laughs> get your ass out in that street, ladies, right now. He doesn't have to yell. He's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite. What? This is probably my favorite Clint Eastwood role, oddly enough. Uh, this wow. Is, this is one of my favorites because it just makes... The whole movie is just so goofy. Did, it, make, uh, it makes me laugh. How did your dad, how did your dad like this movie, Mario. Uh, He liked it. You know, he just, you know, my dad was always kind of like, you know, my dad was always a little skeptical of like Hollywood tough guys that uh, he always liked a a guy that looked like he knew how to throw a punch. Uh, That was always my dad's thing. Like, if he didn't look like he knew how to throw a punch, my dad was like, eh. But uh, uh, yeah, my dad liked, you know, he he grew up in the golden age. So Bronson, Clint Eastwood, like those were his guys, Um, you know, watching the Rockford Files, You know, he always said that, you know, James Garner looked like he could throw a punch. Uh, He like, you know, so um, yeah, he, my dad liked anything in the military. My dad, my dad liked, you know, my dad kind of would, would gravitate towards that. So, you know, he, he thought it was funny. You know, he thought it was, he thought it was, it was kind of funny to him. It was weird to see how the kind of uh, how the guys in the, in the, in his platoon were so disrespectful, you know, because he would have been like, wow, we would have never thought to be that way. Back in the old days, you know, that was that was kind of my dad's mm-hmm. take on it. But uh, but yeah, no, he enjoyed it. He he enjoyed it. My my him and my uncle. My uncle had, was a Vietnam vet, and so they liked the fact that uh, that the character had been to both. That the character was a was was it had been in in Korea and Vietnam. Uh, that was kind yeah. of that was kind of an interesting take too, because you don't you didn't hear too much about that. You know what I mean? Korea was kind he of a forgotten thing, so yeah, it was kind of cool and then you know the idea that he had been in the army and then joined the marines it was you know there's a there's a lot going on there if you 're listening to the dialogue to the about it gives you a hint about what the character's like you know or what he 's about, but um, apparently he didn 't yell good enough, so that went over most people 's heads so um let's i'm just kidding you guys i, I of course always. Tell you your opinion no matter how bad it is. Uh, let's talk about the. Let's score it. Justine.
1: Five.
0: Whoa! I was waiting for you to give me the I really didn't like it and then an eight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the old sickeroo. So you the actually. switcheroo. It
1: was like kind of dated.
2: You actually.
0: Well, it's, it is an 80s movie, but you like this less than Casablanca. That's surprising. That really is the best. <laughs> I don't
1: think I'll rewatch
0: those. Maybe. Wow, that's really crazy. Uh, Patrick.
1: Six
3: and a
4: half. 6.5. Uh, Jake. I agree with Justine. It's a five. John Sandy. I give it a seven. Hmm.
0: I'm right there with you, John. It's a seven. All
2: right. I was, taking, best,
0: I, was, but, uh, I was taking but a sip.
2: It's, it's got. It's got enough going for it. It's uh, it's fun, you
0: know. It is a fun movie. It is not what you expect. It's it's uh, it's a step above those those comedies he made in the seventies. Uh, yeah, well, and, which
2: I, I don't I don't care for those. No,
0: so, uh, <laughs> no, no. But the stuff know.
2: with the uh, orangutan, I yeah. can never take those.
0: <laughs> and it's it's definitely not. Uh, it's definitely not his. Uh, you know, it doesn't approach the work of his best westerns. But uh, it's a nice little middle. It's a nice little middle ground for him when he's transitioning out of yeah. the dirty harry stuff and kind of expanding and then in the 90s is really where he takes off as kind of a as a director so this is a you know a good launching pad for him so i think he'd done
2: bird before this um but.
0: uh you know what i think this is right
2: after pale rider this is exact right after pale rider
0: yeah yeah all right all right guys well uh that was disappointing but guess what we have a we're going to rebound real strong <laughs> right now with what do we got coming More up? disappointment. Patrick, let's talk about it. This
3: 1986 two hour and two minute film, uh, starring one Leonard Nimoy, William Shatter, uh directed by Leonard Nimoy, released on November 26, 1986, with a budget of 25 million US dollars, brought in a whopping 133 million. Mm hmm. Receiving. 7.3 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Living in exile on the planet Vulcan, the bragtag former crew of the USS Enterprise steals the Starship after receiving a planetary distress call from Earth. A space probe has entered an orbit around the Earth, disabling global power into the planet, evaporating the oceans. Captain Kirk, Spock, and the rest of the officers travel back in time to receive the now extinct humpback whales, which Spock has to deuce, will communicate with the probe and send it away from Earth.
0: Wow, that was great. That was good reading. Thanks. Uh, I, put
3: some, I put some pep into it. Yeah. Health emergency. Yeah, Patrick, you
0: but... you started, you got you got so much energy. Just carry on. What did you this you were familiar with this one. You'd seen this one. So uh let's talk about it. What did you think? Uh what you, want, it, what you want to start with me? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with you, man.
3: This is my favorite one besides Wrath of God. This movie is such it's such a different twist for them because there's so much humor in this one. Mm-hmm. Like there are jokes left and right in this movie, mm-hmm. and it makes it so good, and it makes it so much more enjoyable for me. Um, I, I can't help. This is probably the one Star Trek movie that I remember uh, watching when I was growing up, uh, and uh, I can't help myself but enjoy it. It's it's ridiculous, um, and I this watching it now was actually really nice because I got to see it on the big screen uh, on a really nice TV, and so like because of that you can really tell which ones are matte paintings
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh,
3: and i really like matte paintings like i'm always super impressed with them because like it's a creative style that they don't use anymore and it's super impressive so like if you look at it like the um, the klingon ship it's all a matte painting mm-hmm. so like being able to see all that detail and like artistic style is a lot of fun i have one major gripe with this movie um it's not the whales the whales i find hilarious uh <laughs> Especially when Spock's in the water with him. it just makes me giggle. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: um, it's the alien ship at the end, like the probe, like we don't ever find anything out, and that drives me crazy because I'm just like, okay, they just showed up to talk whales and fucking left. Like,
4: giant fucking soda can. It,
3: it, that part is a little disappointing to me, and that always brought me the wrong way at the end of the movie. Well, I'm like, well, okay, they they they, they left. Cool.
4: It's just Patrick. It's a space whale. Okay, it's a giant space whale. Kind of. You know, it reminded me of. What I um,
3: want to know.
0: There's a book by, oh, is it Asimov? Uh, Rendezvous with Rama. Look who, look who. Google that. Google that title for me, would you please, Patrick? Rendezvous with Rama, and that's kind of what that space probe reminds me of. There's a probe that passes by Earth, and they, 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 they send a, they send a team there to investigate it, and yeah, it looks a, just like it. it. Yeah, it's a civilization, a civilization that had died off. But they find that, you know, the, the ship is still going, even though everybody on the ship has died out years ago. Is it Asimov that wrote that? Was it Isaac uh, or yeah, Arthur I, I C. Clarke? So. I just
3: closed it. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke.
0: Arthur C. Clarke. Okay. But, yeah, that that's kind of when I when, when I read that book years after I saw this movie. But that was immediately the ship I thought of in my mind when I thought of that uh, of what that ship looks like, you know?
3: Yeah. I can can definitely see it. It's just like it. That that's the part that drives me crazy because I want to know more. Mm
4: -hmm. So
2: Patrick, you want to know
3: what they were talking
2: about to the whales? Yeah, I
3: want to know what they were talking about. Why were they there? Like, I it's like why were they communicating with whales in the first place? Like, what did the
4: whale tell them? Like, what did he say to make them leave? You know, message. (laughs)
3: Exactly. So like that's the part that you know kind of bugs me with it, where I'm just like, well, fuck.
0: You don't. You don't need to long. know. They didn't. After yeah, all that, you kind of you
3: kind of just have to accept the fact that you won't know. You don't, you
0: don't need to know. know. If, if you wanted to know, the whales yeah. would have told you. Yeah, yeah you're not paid enough. Uh, enough. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like they came all that way. They made all this problem. Mm-hmm. They had to go back in time to deal with it, and they missed a great opportunity where, you know, when they get back from the past, and he says, "Where are we?" You should have said, "When are we?" Like, come on, that's an easy one.
0: Just mm, maybe to maybe that. too maybe <laughs> maybe
3: too easy. Yeah, but it's so worth it. They made all the goat jokes in the world. No, like, they done that one.
0: I'm glad they didn't do that one because you already you had did
3: Russian cold war jokes. Yeah, you you're did all sorts of fun stuff.
0: You had Spock, uh, a nerve pinch, a punk rocker. It was great.
3: And he was freaking <laughs> the you get
4: kid. you like,
3: get Scotty
4: talking. Work? You get Scotty talking to a mouse. Mm-hmm. Computer.
0: Mm-hmm. Computer. <laughs> this is Scotty's finest moment by the way builds the tank oh yeah mm-hmm. uh so, does everything
4: captain this is a,
0: this be one's Williams.
3: a guilty pleasure for me like i i enjoy
0: it. there's no guilty there's no guilt involved whatsoever 100% 100%, 100% is ridiculous. guilty it's
3: ridiculous. pleasure there is
0: there is no no, no they time travel on the old on the original star trek so many times Like it's not it's just part of the fabric of the show there's no, and yeah, those are some of the best. That's some of the what best episodes. Save
2: whales.
0: That's a very 80s message. That's very on brand for the 80s. Um, but uh, yeah, I love that.
2: Oh, yeah. Also, it's a message. It's like, look what you've done to yourself. You've doomed yourself by killing these creatures. You've it's, it's, doomed the whole planet. It's basically
0: <laughs> like the original show. It's like, hey, we're going to give you a, a really, you know, there's a message in here. Aside from all the space yeah. battles and stuff, there's a the message about, you know, current events, which is what, you know, the best episodes of the show were about. So
3: Oh no, yeah, I, I get Bears. that. It's just conceptually like if you can't get past like if you can't get to the highbrow portion of it, it just seems ridiculous. Hmm. Hmm. I don't
0: mm-hmm. think I don't think I like that attitude, and I feel like I'm not gonna like Jake's attitude. <laughs> so let's go to Jake next. Because you guys are really upsetting me this week. I give you, here's what I do I give you guys gourmet food every week, and you turn your nose up at it. You pick at every it week? You, every week. You
4: pick at it, and every you, week. ugh. Well, you got to give yeah. us some shit movies in between, so we appreciate the gourmet. Mm. If it's nothing up, but gourmet, make, shut up. You're like, uh, delay <laughs> uh, again. Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> again. You guys, you oh, guys, Thermidor again. You guys do that. You guys do that on,
0: you do that on your today. own. You don't need me to do that for you.
3: We, you think we watch any other movies? No, this is it. This is our life now. That is this sad. Is it, yeah,
0: that is sad. Don't do that. Uh, okay. Patrick, or no, I'm sorry. Patrick, thank you. Jake, let's do this. What the fuck
3: <laughs> is this?
4: Yes. Oh, I mean, it's just the premise is so absurd. Mm-hmm. Space probe. The space probe is speaking whale. Whales mm-hmm. are extinct. We have to go find mm-hmm. whales back in the 80s. It's your typical it's- fetch quest. It's a tip of, it's it's pretty it, it works out as a decent comedy. It's pretty funny. Let me let
0: me ask you this though, Jake. Out of all the movies mm. that like all the stuff that you see in a Star Trek movie, that bothers you the most? That's Absolutely. the most that's the most implausible mm-hmm. to you. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> I tell John this kind of everything
4: everything else I, is like everything else is based in like there's like facts and there's science to back it up. Mm-hmm. This one's like there's a giant probe. It speaks all, it only speaks whale. Yeah. How, what is I wouldn't the, what say is the it's impossible. I would say it's just Highly thematically pop. very different mm-hmm.
3: for them. And it takes them from, you know, it's, I would almost equivocate it to like uh, Picard on the holodeck on that ship.
4: Almost. It's, it's just, it just kind of, from the it's last movie, kind of it kind ridiculous. of flips a 180. Like, yeah, okay, I can see the Genesis project, you know, re, you know, giving spock new life because it turns all matter into whatever fertile whatever i'm like okay i can see that i followed that by space whales yeah
2: i think uh spock i think spock had the great line though he says uh it's only human arrogance that would assume that an alien would only want to talk to man (laughs) you know i thought that was a
4: great great line you know hmm thank you john whales but, but specifically the humpback whale. Well, why not? Uh, That's they were it's the, an and the smartest. They're I
2: mean, yeah, si- don't, don't scientists say it's like dolphins, whales, and chimps and
4: man? That's the big four, right? If they the said elephants. dolphin, I don't know okay. why, but if they said dolphin, dolphin, okay. I can see Okay, I get it.
0: Oh, because whales are big, they have to be dumb.
1: You wanted to hear
4: underwater? Yeah, whales are big and dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's probably why they didn't do. That's why they didn't do dolphins. <laughs>
1: yeah, I really don't think that would work. Out.
0: that would've been great. Jake's a big fan of but the dolphin. Would-
4: Scotty, you know what I mean. Scotty, though, in this movie was fantastic. You don't get. He hey, my favorite in this movie. Listen, if you don't like this
0: movie at the whales, you no. don't get to have Scotty. All right. No, I get Mm-mm. little Scotty. No, no, no. A little no. Bit of Scotty.
4: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Little bit of Scotty. You, you get Lilla.
0: you get no West nuclear whistles, and you get no hello computer. <laughs>
4: oh God. You get nothing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nuclear <laughs> whistles.
2: Please, we're <laughs> <are> the <laughs> nuclear weapons. Whistles, <laughs> whistles.
0: <Wessels, Please. Wessels. laughs> Apparently, that scene was improvised. That scene was improvised.
3: <laughs> I think he's just having fun saying
0: <laughs> he is how would you not laugh because you know people are like I was,
3: I was dying
0: i know it's so great well also Chekhov gets his greatest moment here too like a lot of this is really what i really like about this movie is that you get everybody else in the cast finally gets stuff to do and kind of yeah, moments kirk to shine
3: much, yeah kirk definitely does not get much in this and that it's very much it's off it's bones and it's scotty like for sure
4: you get a little bit I mean, love bone. You gotta love bone. Kirk gets he was some hilarious. stuff. Kirk
0: gets double dumbass on you. He gets—is uh, that a lot? Uh, double he dumbass
3: gets on you. He didn't have his fight scene. There's not a single fight scene. No, nope, there's, a, there's
0: only one phaser blast, and it, it's unlocking a door or it's locking a door. Yeah. There's no it's space. Great. Yeah, I, so happy
4: with uh, I that. think
2: he's got the best line in the whole movie, which is "Remember where we parked."
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. I love this. Uh, yeah. Well, double dumbass yep. on you. Um. All right, Patrick. Thank you, Jake. Not so much, Justine.
4: <laughs> Let's
0: hear about it. You I just
1: thought this movie was fun. At first, I was like, "Great, another Star Trek movie." I'm probably gonna hate <laughs> it. Um.
0: But you like but I, fun. I
1: was like, well, the whole beginning, I was like, blah blah blah, and then when they turned tim- like the wheel thing, I was like, really. And then when they time traveled, I could not get the smile off my freaking face. I just <laughs> love seeing them in San Francisco in their outfits.
0: They're all it awkward. It reminded
1: me how you guys were saying how some people go to Renaissance Fair in their um, Star Trek outfits. Yes. I honestly, I honestly wanted to look up Star Trek outfits so I can go to San Francisco in that <laughs> and just walk around. Oh, my God. I thought it was so funny seeing them like that. All their characters were hilarious as soon as they got there. I just, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, no, I, it was surprisingly entertaining, fun, mm-hmm. um, lighthearted. I am upset that you don't know anything about that ship, but I mean, I don't know. It was a weird one.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a, a weird. weird one. It looked like a whale's eye, though.
1: Yeah, it looked like a tin can.
0: My my whole thing is they were a race of whales. And they, it
1: kind of look like a core sample, like a rock core sample.
0: That too, that too. It looked like you had a very organic, like very very yeah. organic style of of. Uh,
1: yeah, when they did like the close up on those, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I agree. yeah. Mm. But you liked it. I'm gl- I'm so glad, Justine. Did you? have well,
1: a- I just thought it was entertaining for sure.
0: Did you have any favorite parts? What was your What was your favorite
1: part? I love the. I don't know his name because I've never liked him until this movie. The computer guy.
4: Oh, Scotty. 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 How do you I not like
1: Scotty? I've never Scottie. cared for him until now.
4: Why? Oh, he's the best. Him and Bones are the best. Friggin' Bones is
3: lying with the Spanish Inquisition. That was great. He's the was only... Spanish Inquisition?
1: Honestly, like, it made me like two characters that I normally never cared for. Who was that? Which was the Doctor... And Scotty,
4: Yeah, Bones and Scotty. Those mm-hmm. two
1: became my instant favorites in this film. And I, I just thought they were hilarious the whole time. I love both of them. Oh, Scotty's
0: great in this one. Uh, not now, Marilyn. Um, I My favorite line is when he says... Are you sure we're not altering he's like, Aren't we altering the timeline if we give him this? He's like, Why? How do, you how do know we
3: know he didn't invent <laughs> the <that? Yeah.
0: laughs> How do we know he didn't invent the bloody thing? It's like so great. It
3: was literally just like, Well, fuck it. <laughs> I love I love
1: how he says like lads, like hey lads and, mm-hmm. oh, I loved it. He was
3: so great.
0: He gets to be professor so and so all the way from Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, millions
3: and millions of miles away.
0: Don't get lost in the park. I love it. Yeah, it's great because they, they pair everybody up like in ways that they don't usually pair them up. You know, so you know, and then and then you get to see George Takai fly a helicopter. <laughs> and, and he was born in San Francisco. And he was born in San, Francisco. Born
3: in San Francisco. San Francisco.
0: <laughs> I was born there. Um, yeah, I love this one, man. There's a lot. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like in this one, and it's just fun to see a cast like that just kind of have a good time. You know, relax and have like a good, easy, fun time. You know, mm-hmm. there's something there's something about it. John Taney, Now, you had revisited this movie. You weren't a big fan, and uh, let's talk yeah. about it. What was it like
2: revisiting it all these years later? Yeah, this is one I don't remember liking much, and uh, I, I, this time I just loved it. I think uh, in my mind, I always thought that scene of them running around the hospital is just too silly, and I just attached it to the whole movie that it just ruined the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's it's been years since I've seen it. And, uh, I just loved it. It just, I'm a sucker for a time travel plot line. Sure. And I always liked that on the, on the show. I always enjoyed that when they went back to earth in another time. Yeah. And, uh, I just all the humor worked. I, the only, the five minutes I didn't dig is when they're running around the hospital, but all the other humor I thought worked extremely well. And, uh, all this I mean, stuff. you know. He
3: grew. gave that woman a pill and she grew a brand new kidney.
2: I love that lady. Oh, you know, I, I almost got choked up when she says, you know, when she says that line, she goes, he gave me a pill and I grew a brand new kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> because when he first sees her, she's all, oh, I'm in such pain. He's all, here, take this pill and I'll. Call me if it
0: doesn't work. I love how grumpy he is too. He's like, "What's your problem?" Yeah. or something like that. He's like, "What's the matter with you?" And she's like, "Oh it's my crazy. kid.
3: Like, so even like- though he's trying to do this, he's still a doctor through
2: it, so he's treating patients uh, as he goes.
0: Yeah,
2: oh, and like- then and then it's funny that he's so uh, he's so indignant when he sees what they're doing. The yeah. checkoff. He's oh my god, man! This is like the medieval era. <laughs>
3: <You're> <laughs> like, it's really holes oh. in a man's
2: head. Uh, oh, uh, so good. Yeah, yeah, he's so talking that-
0: as, as a doctor. It's nice to see him as a doctor. You know.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mm. and boy. It's really, an eye opener. He gets to see exactly how medicine was practiced hundreds of years before his. Sure, time, it'd you know? be
0: like one of us going back to like the you know the like the like the the dark ages, you know, or you know yeah.
2: going Leaches. back to leeches and
4: bloodletting. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Right where they thought there's like if you had a headache, it's because there's a little man in your head. There's a little homunculus. It's pulling on your brain stem or something. Yeah, <laughs> with a hammer. Yeah, I love so, it. So no, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I, I love all this stuff when they're trying to uh, figure out how to talk, and when they get back to the ship, he's all, "Well, Spocky's all just a damn moment." <laughs> 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 he's finally just figuring out how to do it. How to swear? <laughs> the
3: hell they did.
0: Yeah. I like how I like Kirk trying to be smooth, and like you know. He takes this girl on a when they when she picks him up in the truck, and uh, he's like, "They did a little. He did a little too much LDS at Berkeley. Like he knows just enough to kind of sound like you know, but it it totally makes him sound like he works for the government, you know, because he's just so yeah. he knows just enough, but or not.
3: When she drops him off after they go to eat, and he's holding the pizza vertically, and it's just all He's
2: <laughs> <bad. laughs> like really, yeah, I love and it. And then he says. He says, "I don't even have your number," <laughs> as they say in this time. I don't even have your number.
0: <laughs> so good. Uh, and Shatner is actually uh, yeah. really good in this. You know, he really is good at playing like that kind of. You know, as as much he as doesn't he, bother as, me. as much as he gets as much as he um, as much as uh, what's, what's the word as much flack as he gets for being a bad actor. He really can play like those light comedy roles. He does. He's actually very good and very charming in it. Um,
2: you know, in this yeah. one, uh, he's actually uh, underplaying. It's about the only Star Trek movie where are kind of underplays, you know? It works. And yeah, I, I think that's because this is the only Star Trek movie that doesn't have, like, a villain. There's no Klingons. There's no Borg. Um,
1: People are villains.
4: Of, it's a space whale.
1: Yeah.
2: That's right. That's right. Human beings are the villains, yeah.
0: I love when he says, uh, he goes, uh, he says, uh, he he's going to pawn the glasses. And he says, uh, weren't those a gift from from. Dr. Uh, McCoy and he goes, they will be again, that's the beauty of it, in that Shatner way <laughs> and then the, the guy comes out and he's like, I'll give you 200 and he's like, is that a lot?
1: You <laughs> only give 100, 100 I thought.
0: It was 100 bucks. Yeah. yeah he's, 100. Like, he's like, it's 100 he's like, is that a lot? And the guy's like, eh but it's just the way <laughs> Shatner says it it's really good, mm-hmm. is that a lot? Um, I, I, you know, I do like him in this one, he does a, he really is kind of, you're right John, he's underplaying it, he's playing it kind of low. And
2: it's, it's beautiful. When you think about it, you go, wow, Shatner can do that. It's it's, it's all in the direction. I suppose that's the way Nimoy directed him, you know? <laughs> yeah, Shatner probably
0: knew what he was, you know, knew, he knew him for all those years and knew his tendencies yeah. and was like, hey, you know, I'll bet you could do this. You know, play this. Yeah, and and yeah. Leonard Nimoy has a great role. Uh, it's fun to watch him trying to kind of grapple with coming back from from what happened yeah. in Wrath of Khan and Search for Spock and how he's kind of lost, you
2: yeah. know? Uh, so... And- it's great that they have to they have to do all of this in a uh, what is it is it a it's a klingon ship they have to they have to figure out there's all these lines about you know scotty trying to figure out this uh archaic technology you know Mm -hmm. fixing it's no problem reading klingon is another yeah that's a great line yeah so it's a hell of a lot of fun and you're right everybody gets a chance to shine and uh all the supporting players they get their moments you know
1: I love when they go up to the cop and they're like nuclear, <laughs> nuclear <laughs> vessel. Nuclear <laughs> vessel. You're like,
4: um, yeah. I, trying
1: to communicate with. Excuse so
4: me. Weird. Where are the nuclear vessels? I think they're
0: across the bay in Alameda. We are looking for the nuclear uh, vessels. Nu-
1: uh, I love when, yeah, I love when that girl's like in Alameda. He's like, I said that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, when they're interrogating him. You know, they're like, I think this guy's a Rusky. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, with the ray gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We know this is a ray gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. A ray gun. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm glad so Very enjoyable. John, I'm really glad because I know uh, this has been a. I was been, pleasantly
2: surprised. This has been a point yeah, you of. Know, I, I've been griping. I've been bitching about this movie for years, but I really enjoyed the hell out of it.
0: That's great. Uh, let's, should we rank it? Let's rank it.
4: I guess, yeah.
0: What do you guys want to do, rank? Yeah, yeah, let's
4: rank yeah. it. Yeah.
0: All right, let's start with John. John, what do you give this sucker? I'll give this an eight. All right, eight. That's fantastic. Patrick? This an eight. Uh, Jake? I give this a seven. Oh. Justine.
1: I give it a seven.
0: Seven? All right. What what you sound like you're having Girls a little But on the think bit I still think
1: think still think it's better of a little bit of a little bit of a little of a for me. of oh, oh, nice.
3: Wrath of a is just like damn.
1: Wrath of a
0: is the ultimate.
4: Hmm.
1: Mhm. bit of a
0: little bit of give it bit of a little bit this is up there. The, you know the. the, the Best three for me are two, four, and six, and uh, we haven't gotten to six yet. But they're all—I mean, it's hard to beat two. But this—I I always like the idea that, um, like, the original cast is, a cast is a cast that I like to spend time with. Whether it's watching the show or uh, any of the movies, even even you know, even the ones I like less. Um, sometimes you know I'll give those movies a little bit of a pass because. You're spending time with his cast, you know. So, but yeah. it's it's nice I mean, to see, it's nice to see him stretch out and do something different. Um,
3: and it feels like they're having so much fun; like you can tell they're enjoying. It. Yeah, it,
1: yeah, I mean, it was better than them fighting. When you see them fight, it's never believable.
3: Yeah, and and like you
0: said, Justine, this made you this That's opened so up the hard this hard. opened up the movie for some of the characters that you don't necessarily get to that you don't like, and you can see, oh, you know. There's a reason these there's people who are fans of these characters, you know. So mm-hmm. that's kind of nice too, you know. So it gives them a it, it gives them a chance to shine, and that's that's why I like it. So yeah, I will give it an gives eight, man, a for, moment. for real. Uh, John, yeah. You said an eight. Oh, you said eight. Did we get everybody? Yeah, we're done. It's
1: everybody, we're done.
0: Oh, we're done. Damn. Okay. Well. Wow. What a great show what you would you guys what you guys think of this week It all He was, o- was a whale
3: of
2: a time.
0: Hey, you're waiting for that time.
2: That was was missing Spock singing Whale of a Tail.
0: Yeah. Oh, whale, whale of a, a Tail, you lads. Whale of a Tale I Shove do. it up your blowhole Patrick.
2: It always makes whoa. me whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm sorry. Oh. Mario, are we going to do another Star Trek movie?
0: Yeah, we're doing six. We'll do we're, we're going to finish off the uh the originals. Yeah.
1: Right on mm.
4: mm-hmm. Yeah mm-hmm.
1: Maybe That's a Nicholas
0: better. Meyer right That is a Nicholas Meyer yeah We return to the director good. of Star Trek uh, 2 Khan. Yeah. we'll see what his follow up is With our characters here but yeah 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 good stuff I hope you guys uh, Well I'm glad you guys enjoyed this week Sort of I was a little I'm, re- I'm really just like shocked That you guys did not enjoy Heartbreak Ridge more
3: Thank it you. was fun, just like you know.
0: Uh, but n- well, you know, Patrick, you, Patrick, you're right around where I thought you would be. But Jake and Justine really surprised me. They really, su- they really surprised me. I don't know why. Welcome to my world. No, it's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you guys. Listen, they can't all be uh, home runs, or this would get it very.
1: Feels, it feels like you're mad, though.
0: No, I just I. <laughs> it that's <feels> for like <laughs> you're that's for show. You're not mad. That is but for show. I- you there are feel- movies. There are movies that would make me mad. Like if you would, if you guys had slagged uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'd be pissed. But uh, you know, Heartbreak <laughs> Ridge is that's not a make or break. I love it, but it's it's not for everybody. So you know, I'm not going to be mad at you. But uh, he's I mean, not mad at us. He's disappointed in us, Justine. It's fine. Well, I feel like Jake is just like more. Like I feel like Jake does it just to be like. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be contrarian, you know what I mean? Like I had no. one thing wrong and I don't like it, but no. but I'm gonna laud Jim Carrey and no. everything every time he talks out of his ass, it's better no. than Clint Eastwood whispering his threats.
2: No. <laughs> wow. That's very musical. That's a musical no. <laughs> no. 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 Do it
1: no, do it no no
0: Do it, Justine. Let me hear your uh let me hear your Jake before we uh, say goodbye.
1: Nailed it. <laughs> I woke up and my ball was missing.
2: <laughs> okay. Did you put that on a sample? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I woke up and my ball was
4: missing.
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, I, oh nuts. I just thought of the title of the of the episode, but I'm not uh, going to tell you what it is.
3: Um, <laughs> I woke up and my balls were missing. Oh, man,
0: man, that's good stuff. So, what's on tap oh, for next week? Point. We got we got raising Arizona coming up. Cohen Brothers, fantastic Cohen Brothers sophomore effort by the Cohen Brothers, uh, and then we've got uh, the we're going to return to the world of James Bond with a new James Bond. And uh, we're, we're going to see him in the Living Daylights, one of uh, one of the one of the better James Bonds, but uh, underrated. I feel underrated. I'm going to to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that movie's underrated.
2: I'd say both. Uh, you know, I,
0: oh, go ahead, John. Uh,
2: I don't think I've I haven't seen this since it first came out, but uh, I think I caught it out at Westwood. You know the Bruin, the the one with the uh, the tower,
0: the one where Sharon Tate went to see herself in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: Uh, no, the one across the street with the Aspire. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, John, I think please. That's the last time I saw that, John, please don't correct me on the, on air. Thank you.
3: <laughs> John, I'm
2: sorry. He's an ass.
0: Oh my god. It's fun. It's fun. It's part of what makes so the show. I, I,
2: I wonder if this is going to hold up. It's been what thirty years? Or
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, John. It's. I, I think both of the Timothy Daltons are underrated. I think they should be rated much higher.
2: Anyway. I remember at the time, it was a real knockout. I just uh, mm-hmm. hope it holds up, because I think Timothy Dalton's one of the better actors.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I, I like both two strong outings. And I think, I think Justine will start to like this better, because this is really was James... This is their, they made a big deal about it, because this was James Bond in like the era of the AIDS epidemic. And so they had to kind of cut back on the womanizing, so you don't really get that part of the character in in these two movies. They cut, couldn't
3: bang as many chicks.
0: They could. They cut a lot of that yeah. out. So it's disappointing. Real,
2: mm. It's uh, also supposed to be a little. It's a little grittier, a little darker. Mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. This is the. They said the like first it. step. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't go. They don't go the full uh, full Daniel Craig route, but they do go. They make him, yeah, he's a little bit, especially in the second one, License to Kill. Yeah,
2: um, That's a precursor to the Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm,
3: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention um, in the Star Trek, the one we just watched, the music was great. I oh. thought it was more epic than usual.
0: Nice, nice. Did, would you say better or on par with better. Star Trek 2? Um,
1: on par. Okay. As soon as it played, I got excited and I didn't know why. I'm like, I'm not excited for a Star Trek movie, but I'm really excited for this music. Like, it was just very <laughs> hey, epic.
0: Hey, man, that's great. Like, sometimes, I mean, like we just talked about, and Morricone, like a score can really change how you feel about a movie, or and it can change your emotions during the movie. So, mm-hmm. and
2: you, I think it was, uh, I think it was somebody different. It was so, the guy. It wasn't the guy that did Wrath of Khan. I think it was a. They had to get somebody new.
0: No, it wasn't James Horner. I forgot who did it, but yeah, it's got like a fun little light, uh, very very nice score though. But uh, yeah, I yeah that, that's always a that's always a gem for me, and it's also my wife's favorite uh, Star Trek movie because of nuclear vessels uh, So that is her absolute favorite. I remember I turned it on, and it was the same thing. She's like, "Why do we have to watch this?" And by the end, she was cracking up and just, uh, so it's, she, out of all the Star Trek movies, she's not really a Star Trek fan, but she will watch, uh, she will watch this one for the nuclear, nuclear, uh,
2: this is the one where if you're not a Star Trek fan, this is the one that you might actually dig.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But uh, we dig it because we're all cool and, uh, and, uh, and you dig us and we thank you for listening. Boy, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you guys. And uh, it was fun. To, it was What a fun week. I'm glad. Patrick and, and Jake, honestly, we're glad you're okay. And uh, I'm glad you're Thanks. back so that I can heap abuse on yeah, you that's for, a blessing, for your terrible opinions. No kidding. And Sandy's fine, too, right, Jake? Sandy was good, too? What? Oh, my God. Uh, forget it. Mm-hmm. Forget what I just said. Justine? <laughs>
1: I'm fine
0: i know you are but what am i okay. justine thank you so much for oh as always hanging out and uh pete just being you man and you just uh you brought us some some you brought us some love and laughter with that jake impersonation so i really want you to, <laughs> i really want you to work on that okay it
4: was terrible
0: nope it was great i give it a 10 what do you guys give it mm-hmm. let's rank that impression a solo 10 T- 10 jo- uh john <laughs> yeah that's a ten. Oh, perfect, unanimous Ooh. ten.
1: Nailed it.
2: <laughs> now I want Justine to work on J- Justine doing Jake doing Walter Brennan.
1: Oh, oh God, no! Yeah.
4: I can't do that. <laughs> hey, it, it definitely takes a little bit of, a little bit of time to get used to it. So,
0: Jake, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, let me ask you a question. You ever, whenever you're uh, you and Sandy are, you know, what I mean, you're intimate. You ever, you ever, you ever, you guys sit on the couch watching something romantic. You put the arm, throw the arm over her, over her shoulder, and you just whisper in her ear in the Walter Brennan voice.
4: <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time. Let's see, we get on out of here. <laughs> 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 you say we blow this and come back over to my place. <laughs> Let me
0: hear you say. What say we go back to my place for some scotch and sofa in your Walter Brennan voice?
4: Some scotch and sofa. <laughs> go back to my place. What <laughs> some scotch and sofa? <laughs>
1: Jesus. Oh God!
2: <laughs> yeah. Nobody's gonna say. Nobody's gonna ask him to say, "Where's my testicle in the Walter Brennan?" <laughs> <laughs> you just did. Where's Where my, my, testi- Where my testicle? <laughs> Tell your whole story you all
1: over again. Your whole story <laughs> again.
0: Yeah, do the do the do the story oh, as Walter Brennan.
1: Hey,
4: one morning, I
0: woke up. And <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just take sure to make all the boys. All the boys were here, but uh, <laughs> lo and behold, lo and behold, one of the boys was missing. <laughs> Shows right up in that cavity there. Just, uh, just squeeze a little bit and pop right out.
0: <laughs> that, of course, was a was a, a deleted see. scene from John Ford's My Darling Clementine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was the, uh, the edited version. That was the,
4: the cut version. <laughs> yeah, it was the deleted scene.
0: Oh man, Jake, you really do a, you really do a great Walter Brennan, and that's something no one says anymore because no one knows <laughs> who it is. No one but,
2: says but, but, but,
0: but man, keep it up because John and I love it. He do, he really does do it perfectly.
2: Uh, he does. I don't know
4: how he got it. It's like right on the money. <laughs> he even said morning. I guess I was born to be an old toothless prospector. <laughs>
0: John, who do you like better as the sidekick? Do you like a Gabby Hayes? Do you like a um uh do you like a do you like a Walter Brennan or do you like James Stewart's uh Millard what's the guy's name? Millard Fillmore. Um uh, what's the uh um he was in. He was the producer in um, Singing in the Rain. Uh,
2: oh, uh, Mil- I think his name is Richard Mitchell.
0: Yeah, he's in all those Anthony Mann westerns. He's always like James. Yeah, he's always James, uh, Jimmy Stewart's sidekick in those.
2: Um, yeah, it's always weird to see him. I, I, the first time I ever saw him was in Singing in the Rain. So when I see him in those westerns, I go, "Is something not right here? Isn't he like a movie producer?" <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, but he was like Anthony. It's the other way around. He did more westerns and it's weird that he was playing a movie producer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: All right. Well Jake's great. Th- he's an unusual guy. He's got like no chin. You know? He's got this, he's this guy with absolutely no chin.
0: I love it. That's kind of me. It's kinda of nice. But uh I love you guys. And uh John.
2: Jake, yes, right back at you.
4: Sandy. Patrick.
1: Thanks. Is Sandy really there?
4: We haven't heard her the whole time. No. I mean, she's here, but she's not. She's on
0: uh, She's on her island. She's on Darktoe Island. And boy, are they doing work. Ah. On, boy, are they doing work over there. <sighs> Looks amazing.
4: Always work. Always something.
2: All right. Did somebody build a, a Disneyland Animal Crossings? Yeah. Somebody said that they. there's a story in the news that somebody had built a complete Disneyland at Animal Crossings.
0: Is that true? I wouldn't be surprised.
4: I saw it on Facebook. I didn't look into
2: it. Google it. it. You oh. said really bored, Jake. Like, yeah, I heard about it. I didn't want to see <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big
0: deal. Mm-hmm. You're in Disneyland. I can't do it. I can't do it with Walter Brennan. Would that have taken a lot of work to do that? Uh
3: I'm sure it takes hours. That would
0: have, it would have taken a we, very long, John. Time. When you understand, you have to. You understand, you have to fund everything on Animal Crossing. So, if you want to build something, you have to have the money to pay for it. Which means you have to go out and either fish, you have
1: to, co- collect you have to
0: shells. Uh, you have to work to get money. It's it's a literally like having another job. So this person's just doing that all day long. I guess, right? Yes, that's all Probably. they do. Mm. All they've been working on that railroad, John. All the live long day. day. That's it. That's it.
4: (laughs) Wow!
2: Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, Hey, I I figured it out. Now I know what I want to watch when we get to pick a movie. (laughs) Animal Crossing, the movie? No, um, my darling Clementine, because he plays a real son of a bitch in that movie. Oh, that's one of
0: my favorites. One of my what favorites.
2: Guy. You you can't believe that he's a, a, a comedy sidekick because in that movie he's the most rotten son of a bitch of all time. You know?
0: next time you pull a gun you kill a man. That's what he says. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he beats. Sorry, his, Pa. Then he beats the son with a bullwhip. Yeah. He beats. Pa, pa so, I'm sorry, Pa. <laughs> yeah. He's great. I love it, uh, Pa Quentin. The 1940s uh, yeah. version of Tombstone.
2: All right. I'm wrapping. I'll this. tell you, man. If that, if your eyes don't just pop out, the cinematography on that movie, it's fantastic. Which I think is Greg Tolan, It just makes your eyes just ugh.
0: beautiful black and I'm white cinematography, sad. sir. But yeah, uh, I don't know, man. We that are going to my favorite John.
2: Porter.
0: Probably mine too. Uh, that or Grapes of Wrath. But I think we're going to get to it. Hard to pick, isn't it? I think we're going to get to it. I'm Pretty sure it's going to be in our pickup weeks. We're gonna to get to it, but uh, right on. But next week we'll be back with "Raising Arizona" and "The Living Daylights." "Raising Arizona," oh my god, I'm, I'm very excited for this. Our first appearance of Nicholas Cage, so look forward to that.
4: Ooh, yeah, look forward
0: to that. All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap it up for the third time, and I'm gonna say it for Jake, for John, for Justine, for Patrick, for myself. Yes. Fight the power. Stay healthy, and this transmission ends.
4: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: This transmission ends now.